guys. It is us. Welcome to the Mario Matter. Welcome to the show. Your host, M. Swizzle. You already knew that. But it's the big episode 3-1. Episode 31. Possibly the most awkward episode out there as 31. Guys, do you ever talk to somebody and they say, hey, my favorite number is 30. No, no one says 31. What kind of number is that? Like, when you count to 100, do you even remember saying 31? You probably don't. I don't think you do. At least I wouldn't. 31's weird. But anyways, I did not expect to spend a minute talking about the number 31. Regardless, you're back here for one reason. Well, maybe a few. Maybe you want to see me catch up with the content. But you're probably here because we have Nintendo news for you. How exciting is that? Like, this is probably one of the only places on YouTube that, that you can come to that is typically over an hour long that gives you that gives you only Nintendo news, not like other news, only Nintendo, and actually dives into every little small thing that has to do with Nintendo. Like, we, I have small news on here. But it's like, it's all Nintendo related and it's all good stuff to know. Like if I, I try to make it so that if I was sitting down, relaxing, listening to a podcast, or maybe I'm, I'm, I'm at the gym listening, you know, whatever. I try to make sure that I would love, like the, 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 the biggest thing is I want to listen to it. I would listen to my own podcast. I don't always do that because, um, it's my own podcast. I know what I'm going to say, but I do go back and listen to see what I can improve on. But I just make sure that like this is what this is my dream podcast. Like this is what I would love to even listen to. So I try to make that the case, and I do all Nintendo news from the past week. We're here every Wednesday. Kind of a bit of an introduction for those who don't know who we are. Uh, we're on Spotify, uh, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. That that would be YouTube. I'm gonna get on Amazon Podcasts uh, in, in, in a few days, and. If there's any other podcast service service that I'm forgetting, please let me know. Comment comment down below, and uh, I'll get that cracking. Uh, otherwise, one thing that I need to bring more light to during the intro is on Spotify, on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. It is there is a rating function, a rating feature where you can rate the podcast. I believe from one star to five stars. So I just want to put that out there. You know, I'm not going to tell you to leave us a five star, but leave us a five star. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to, to, to leave whatever rating, but uh, I would appreciate it if you would leave a rating at all. It's very much appreciated. Uh, thank you all to those that leave ratings, and thank you to those who have given us five stars. You are very much appreciated. I love you. All right, so today is March 29th, 2023, on a Wednesday. I am recording this, as, as you guys know, I record episodes uh, one day in advance because I can't, it's it's pretty hard to record thumbnail, title, all in one day. So I record on Tuesday, post on Wednesday. As of Tuesday today, this morning I streamed the presentation for the Tears of the Kingdom gameplay, the 10 minutes of gameplay. That came out, we're going to discuss that in a whole topic later on today. Besides that, guys... For those who have been listening to the intro of this podcast for the past two, three episodes, I've been talking about how I've been playing Metroid Prime, how it's going, where I'm at. Not too much in depth, but enough so that, so, so that you know where I'm at. And 
Guys, I... You will be so happy to know I beat the game. I beat Metroid Prime Remastered. Not the GameCube one. I beat Metroid Prime Remastered. Now, you probably want to know what I think of it, my review. I'll be honest. Uh, It's very well done. It's very well made. Uh, It's very great, and I see how people love it. However, I think it's a me thing. It's not my favorite. Like, I didn't... I don't look back and say, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Like, it wasn't my favorite. It was a high-quality game. But, and I'll probably play another. But it's like, I didn't enjoy that as much as like a Breath of the Wild or as much as a Pokemon X. I didn't enjoy that as much. So, in terms of not as a game... But in terms of how much I liked it from 1 to 10, 10 being I loved it, 1 being I hated it, I give it a 5. That's that's not me rating it as a game. That's me rating it as in how much I liked it. I say 5. It was just it was way too much back backtracking. For me, I'm very simple. I'm a casual gamer. Uh it was really confusing for me. I had to use a walkthrough for a whole lot of it. A lot of backtracking and a lot of secrets too like there were some energy tanks and some missile expansions hiding behind things that I had no clue that you could even break. So maybe that's a me problem, but I had no clue where any of the secrets were. I would have found nothing if it wasn't for the walkthrough I was following. By the way, not to put them on blast, because the guide is from 2001 or so, so maybe they've improved. I'm sure I'm sure that they have improved, but IGN, I use an IGN walkthrough for the game. It was like the first one that popped up. I use an IGN walkthrough. They don't tell you very much. They're like, okay, sorry. I won't put it that way. But it's really confusing. Like, some of the words used, not that they're like big words, but it's like, they'll kind of skip steps through the walkthrough. And so you're you're following it. You're, You're following it. You're following it. And then you do this. And then all of a sudden, it like kind of fast forwards. It's like, you, you get kind of lost in the walkthrough. It's like you don't know, you like miss something, you know? Like they don't always, it's confusing, right? So I probably won't use IGN again. I'm going to try a different website. I do not want to bash them. They do amazing work and I'm a fan of most of it. But just at least for their Metroid Prime walkthrough, you lost me there. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but uh, sorry, not not to bash them. I, I don't love bashing people. I just like, so to play a 14-hour game, which is how long it took me, I mean, it was just, it was horrible. And I couldn't, like, switch halfway through because then I'd be lost. So, you know, that happened. Now, you might want to know what I'm going to play after Metroid Prime Remastered. I have that set up. So, I did say I was going to play Paper Mario Color Splash. What I'm actually going to do is I'm trying to complete my backlog of games. I have, like, 150 games in my whole backlog. So I figured I'm going to play one pretty long game, long being like 10 hours plus, which there is Metroid Prime. I just beat that. And then I'm going to play a few small games. Like I have small games that take three hours to beat, four hours to beat. So I'm going to do one long game and then two or three short games. So now I would be on a short game and the game that I'm going to beat, I've played some, but I'm going to beat it is Lil Gator game. I've played most of it. I have not beaten the game yet. So it should only take me like one hour to beat because it takes three hours to beat the whole game. And uh, it should be like one hour until I can beat it. So I'll I'll beat that game. Then I'll probably move on to... um, I've not even thought about it yet. I don't know. 
But we'll see. Next is a little Gator game. I'm going to beat that, and then I'll report back to you if I can. I mean, as long as I have three hours to play a game this next seven days, I will probably, I'll probably come back to you next Wednesday with the next episode and say, hey, guys, I beat it. So there's that. Also, uh, to mention, next Wednesday's episode will be a not full but majority of it will be me reviewing the Mario movie. That's what it's, that's what it'll be because the movie re- releases on Wednesday. I'm seeing it that morning. I'm going to come back here at around 2, 3 p.m., uh, record, edit it, and then post it that same day. So if all goes well, you should see my Mario movie podcast review at around 6-ish or so, maybe even earlier. I don't know. Could be earlier. But... Uh, there will be a spoiler-free part and then a full-on spoiler part. I only recommend... Well, I mean, it's definitely up to you. It's not It's not, It's not. not up to me what you watch. But if you have not seen the movie when the podcast comes out, watch, watch the spoiler-free part. And if you have seen it, feel free to watch the spoiler part. It'll be like as if we went together and like we're kind of kind of discussing it. So, uh, obviously... If, if, if you want to watch the spoiler part before you even see the movie, by all means, but I wouldn't recommend it as, you know, you might hear too much. Uh, but it's kind of hard, like, how do I even do a spoiler-free part without, like, like, what do I say? It was great? Like, can I say, what I'll probably do is I'll say either, you know, whether it met my expectations, uh, this was unexpected, like, I won't be like, I won't reveal the whole plot, but I'll be like, you know, Mario's voice was was better than I thought. Uh, you know, things like that. Because that's not a spoiler. Like, like someone's voice, like, it's not it's not a spoiler. So I'll be like, I didn't I didn't expect, you know, Peach to sound like, you know, whatever. I won't spoil any of the story. I won't spoil if there's a character that wasn't even shown off yet. I won't spoil any of that. I'll save that all for the for the full-on spoiler section of, of the podcast. So That'll be next Wednesday. I will mark it in the chapters, like on YouTube videos. There are chapters, like in this podcast. If you scroll uh, through the timeline on a supported device, you, you can see that, that, that you, you can see that there's like little brackets or like little lines that kind of separate segments. Those are called chapters. I'll make a spoiler-free chapter and a spoiler chapter, so then you can navigate and find which one you want. Other than that, guys, I was thinking like last thing uh, before we get to the headlines. I was thinking recently, like, I used to be a full-on... Okay, so when I was an Animal Crossing YouTuber, my biggest thing was, like, I had to report news as soon as possible. I had to be first to everything. First to review this this new DLC. First to review the update. And with Tears of the Kingdom coming out... So, I'm going to say I'm gonna say, say this now. Uh, May 12th is when it comes out. May 13th, I'm leaving for a two-week summer vacation, so no Mario Matter during then. The reason why I bring that up is because I'm so glad, like, the old me would have been stressing out, like, gosh, two weeks, I'm going to have to record on vacation, you know, I can't, you know, um, uh, I have to make a, I have to make the review video all in one day and then post it the next day. I'm so glad I'm going to be able to get Tears of the Kingdom. I will make a Collector Edition unboxing video that same day. Apart from that, nothing else. I'm so glad that I don't have to, like, my channel is not, it's 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 no longer based on, like, review, on, on, on like, an instant, timely review. It's not based on that anymore. It's based on YouTube shorts 
this great podcast where I come and talk about things I love and uh, some videos here and there, but they're not timely videos. Like they're evergreen videos. It's like you can watch them in five years from now. You still get the same enjoyment, you know, you know, most of it anyway, like I have a video idea planned for uh, this week. Uh, I don't know if I can get it done this week. Um, but I have one video planned that like, like you can watch that in 10 years from now, it'll still be really cool. You know, I want to make evergreen videos and not news videos. Like I have a news podcast. That's different because it's a podcast. I can talk about things I like and it, it's not timely per se. It's news from the past week, but it's every Wednesday. It's like, I don't have to rush to get news out every single time something drops. And I just wanted to come on. Like I'm really I don't know. It's a great thing. Like I get to go on my two week vacation and play Zelda all in the car, all four hours in the car. I get to play it in my downtown. Like it's so much fun. It's going to be great. I'm excited for tears of the kingdom. I could give my feedback on Twitter and stuff. And then after the two weeks, after the two weeks, uh, which is hopefully when I'll beat the game, um, I'm going to come back and give my thoughts on it on the podcast. And that's actually perfect because like two weeks is about the kind of time that I would need to beat a game like that. So perfect. And, um, I believe that's it. Um, is, is, is that it? Okay. So one more thing, as you know, and we'll talk about this in the next, the first headline next, the 3ds and the Wii U eShops closed. Okay. They closed. And I was scammed by Nintendo, not really, I wasn't actually, but I have a new video out now called, what, it's it's called like, the Nintendo eShop scammed me, kinda, it's really fun, I tried to buy three games on three different consoles, and I'll let you, I won't tell you how that happened, or how it went down, go watch the video, it's a great video, I made it last night as of recording, and uh, I'll let you watch that, that that video. I won't spoil it for you, but it's a good one. It's it's five minutes. In the next five minutes, like after this podcast, you you know you 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 listen to the whole thing. You turn it off. What are you gonna do in five minutes? Go walk the dog. Okay, that that is pretty important. Um, uh, uh, eat a eat a granola. That's also pretty. Uh, shoot. Uh, what are you gonna do? Play Switch games? You can watch my five minute video, right? Not that I'm more important or anything, but like. Uh, you know, it's, it's quite nice. Five minutes of entertainment, fun times, you know, I would say go and watch it. It's on my YouTube channel. I would link it, but some of you are on Spotify. You know, I'll put it in the show notes on Spotify and stuff. There's notes. If you like scroll, uh, if you click on the episode and and then you scroll down, there's notes. I'll link it there. Otherwise guys, you're here for news. You're not always here for me, but I, I do. I do appreciate if you're, you know what, if you're still listening to the intro, uh, if you're on YouTube or a place where you can comment, comment down below the word. Just just compliment the intro. Say, comment what you loved most ab- about the intro, whether it was me talking about Tears of the Kingdom and how I'm going to be gone. That shouldn't be your favorite part. I'm going to be gone. No, no, hold on, hold on. That should not be your favorite part. Um, how I'm going to play the little Gator game, what, you, what, what I thought of Metroid Prime, uh... My, you know, I don't know, whatever you loved about the intro in the past 16 minutes, go ahead, comment down below to show me that you were here. If I can see it, I will heart your comment and I will reply to you as well. Now, if you're watching this like five months later, I might miss the comment, but 
I will try to heart and reply to everybody who comments about the intro. Without, or with that out of the way, let's get into the juicy Nintendo news that you've been waiting to hear about. Here we go. Alright guys, reading headlines. We are reading headlines. So, news comes out. News headlines. We're just reading them with, with our own two eyes. It's great. It's, it's must-see TV, isn't it? So, as I said, our first headline is, is the Wii U and 3DS eShop closed. This is very sad. Like, this is the end of an era, and I won't talk about it for too long because I, I discussed it last podcast. It's the end of an era. It's sad. It, like, it, it hits worse when it's actually gone. And so, I don't know, man. Like, when I was on the eShop last night watching the world clock tick down to 8 o'clock, there, there was, like, honestly, there was a pit in my heart. Like, dang. After 12 years of service, it just shuts down. Which is, like, obviously expected. It was open for 12 years. But, like, it's just sad, man. And and, and for those that think it's, like, kind of stupid that I'm, like, upset over it, I, I understand that. It's like an eShop. You know, it's not much, but it's like when you grow up with something like that, it does kind of hit a little harder. The first console that I could really comprehend was the 3DS. Uh, maybe maybe the Wii, but mo- mostly the 3DS. And to have like a part of your childhood shut down, it's like kind of sucks. A memory that I had with the eShop, I told one in one, in one of my YouTube shorts that had to do with, Don- with Donkey Kong. Um, another one that I had was on the Wii U. It must have been about 2015 or so. Maybe, maybe even 16. I don't know. Uh, my mom wanted to play Donkey Kong on, on the NES. We don't have an NES. But they have it on the Wii U eShop. A lot of times my mom says, Hi mom, if you're listening. She she says like, let's do this, let's do that. When it comes to buying things, she doesn't always do it, which is very, very understandable. I totally get that. But it's like, it came out, it came as a shock when she actually wanted to pay five bucks to play Donkey Kong on the NES on the Wii U. So we downloaded it, me, my brother, and her. We watched it download. Seeing it download is like the coolest thing. It's even cooler on the 3DS, but even like on the Wii U, just watching it download, watching that, that, that blue bar go across is really cool. I do like that. Like, People discuss the 3DS animation, which is also, I think that's even better, honestly. But the Wii U one is still cool. Like, it's still cool. It tells you the estimated time, blue bar, goes across, cool screen, cool music, everything about it. So, we were downloading it, and then we played it for about an hour. It was like the evening, so it wasn't going to be too long. But we played it for about an hour. Fun stuff. That is a core, core memory, core memory of the eShop. Good stuff. All right, so... That's all closed, RIP, end of an era. The next headline, the Mario movie releases exactly one week from today. So guys, today is March 29th, April 5th is when the Mario movie releases. If you have not already, snag your tickets, go get them. I would assume that one week out from the movie, all theaters that are going to be showing the movie have tickets on sale. Go ahead and buy yours, I bought mine. I'm seeing it at 11.30 a.m., uh, something like that, or 12, maybe, I don't know, uh, my brother, my mom, even, even my dad, who never goes to movies, last movie he probably went to was, like, oh, no, 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 no it, it, it was Top Gun, uh, before that, it was, like, Detective Pikachu 2, 
I don't even like it doesn't go to movies. But uh, we're all going. I think my cousins are going as well. Uh, I didn't even know until my aunt said like, "Wait a minute, I think we're we're going to that same time as well because it's like spring break for them or something because from from school. So uh, that'll be fun. That'll be really fun. Why is my neck red? Why 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 am I all red there? What is happening? I don't even know. Um, and maybe it's a bad hoodie, like itch something. I don't know. I'll take it off later. But that'll be fun. That should be great. A Mario movie. I'm excited. I actually, I'm surprised, and I thought about this recently, that they haven't shown much Yoshi. They showed, I think, a screenshot. Sorry, not a screenshot. Like a small clip of a bunch of Yoshis. But there wasn't a green one. And... Maybe maybe Yoshi's being kept a secret for right now. Maybe he'll be in the movie. But as of right now, there's not much of Yoshi being shown off. I don't think I don't think Yoshi has has a voice actor. But um, in terms of him just being in the movie, I don't know. We'll see. So get excited. Grab your tickets. It's out in one week, and we're gonna go ham. We're gonna party. We're gonna. Show up in suits and tuxedos and, and wear like the, the, the hats that, what are the fancy hats called? I don't even know, but you all know what, you all know what I'm, what I'm talking about. All right. We're going to do that. Now, next, insert podcast break here to tell you about our sponsor, guys. Today's sponsor is Extreme Rate. Have you ever just looked at your Switch and said, it's not good enough. Nintendo did not optimize it. They did not give you the option to have a cool backplate or a custom controller like other companies do. That's where Extreme Rate comes in. Extreme Rate offers so many parts to customize your Switch with that includes custom buttons, custom console shells, custom Joy-Con shells, custom dock shells. You even have dust covers, thumb grips, literally everything. Also, everything that you buy that needs to be unscrewed comes with the necessary screwdrivers to do so. Oh, but you thought it was only for the Switch? Come on. They also sell PS4, PS5, and Xbox accessories and parts as well. What you're waiting for, I'm not so sure. Head over to ExtremeRate.com, pick out whatever you want, whatever that might be, and use code MSWIZZLE at checkout. That'll get you 10% off on any of their items. Once again, that is E-M-S-W-I-Z-Z-L-E for 10% off. Now back to the amazing Nintendo News Podcast. Guys, I've I've talked about this for... So whenever this would happen, I have discussed it for an entire topic, but it's happening so much that I'm just like, I'm tired of covering it as one full topic. Guys, the the Nintendo Switch got another firmware update. You all know how this, you know how this goes. It updated to 16.0.1. It released on March 22nd. 2023 can you guess what changed come on no 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 guess i'll even have a sip of water while you guess take a take your time and seriously guess what it might have been all right have you guessed literally nothing so on the patch notes it says General system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. I dove into this. There's a Twitter user. I'm so sorry. I'll put it on the screen. I believe that it's just changes 
to the bad word section, to like words that you cannot use, obviously. I believe that is the um, only difference to this. Uh, here it is. Oatmeal Dome, credit to you. Version 16.0.1 is out. The official patch notes state stability as the sole change. Internally, the bad words list were rearranged to reduce... Uh, I'm still young. I can't pronounce that word. Uh, you know what? Let's let, let's have Google Translate do it, you know? Why not? Erroneous? Erroneous. Erroneous! Yeah! Erroneous. I thought, that, I thought that was how you say it, but I've never even, never even seen that word before in my life. Erroneous blocking and various words were added slash removed in some languages. Essentially, uh, they're cutting down on no-no words. So... Do with that what you will uh, for Nintendo, but yeah, they're they're really chopping you down. No, no, no Fs, no Ss, no, 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 no words, right, guys? We're all PG. After all, this podcast is PG, so you shouldn't be hearing any of that anyway. Props to Nintendo. Rare Nintendo W. Uh, otherwise, that's the update. I had to, I had to download it this morning. Uh, it would be nice to have to to start up a game and not have it say like a system update is available like just do it automatically do it later cuz nothing really changed you know i don't know i guess you have to get it to to play online but like bro like nothing changed come on like ah i don't know all right after that the fantastic mobile game that Nintendo has well-crafted Mario Kart Tour. The newest Mario Kart game has been updated to version 3.2.2 as of March 23rd, 2023. As for the patch notes, for those who've played this game, I actually want to get back into Mario Kart Tour. Uh, I played it when it came out. I would play it like in the cafeteria before school started. When you get there early, you go in the cafeteria. And I would play it with, with, with my friends. I haven't really played it much since then, just because it's it's low quality, and I, you know, as it should be, it's free in a mobile game. It's just never been my cup of tea, really, apart from when it was brand new. So, so with the patch notes, three point two point two, they have one made preparations to add extreme challenges. I could not tell you more about that because I do not play the game. I don't know what that is, but for my Mario Kart Tour fans, made preparations to add extra. Well, I mean, if it's as self-explanatory as it is to add extreme challenges, then there you go, but like I don't know what that consists of. So I don't know much about that, but they're adding extreme challenges, and then they also address known issues. Issue number one, there are times when changes aren't, are not reflected properly when you change your badges in the friend ranking screen that has been fixed. Number two, your placement in big reverse race versus 100 sometimes displays on the main screen as your placement for the big reserve race or versus Mega Bowser bonus challenges. Issue number three that was fixed. Any last one. When you cause an opponent to crash by ramming them while you are in a frenzy during a two-player challenge, there are times when the item graphic does not display properly in the hit box in the top right of the screen. That has been fixed, and those are the three issues that have been fixed, and that is all of the patch notes for the Mario Kart Tour 3.2.2 update. Have fun. Download that. Although, see, unlike the Switch... Actually, I shouldn't say that because it does update automatically uh, in, in, in most cases. 
The iPhone will, 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 will update your, your game for you unless you choose not to. And it's just so nice. Like, do you remember opening up a Switch game or trying to anyway? And it says, a system update is available. Like, that's so annoying. But iPhone, most of the time, they're on it. So, anyways, your game should be updated and have fun and keep on racing. Next. Guys, do you remember when we would, when we would discuss E3? And the big three were out of E3 to the point where it would just be E. So Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Those three are not attending E3 this year. We knew that. We, we knew that. It was news a few weeks ago, a few months ago. And that was that. That was big news. So an update to, to the whole situation. We have now gotten confirmation that Sega and Ubisoft or Ubisoft, I don't know which one it is, I say Ubisoft, are officially pulling out of E3, meaning that that Nintendo, Sega, Sony, Microsoft, and Ubisoft are not attending E3. Who's, who's, who's going to attend? Who is going to attend? Who? Who else? Who do you have left? Not many. So, therefore, uh, E3... I've been seeing headlines, seeing tweets from insiders and stuff. E3 is most likely going to get canceled. At this point, I mean, it was probably being canceled after Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. But, like, now it's, like, really about to get pulled. So, E3, in all likelihood, will be canceled this year. And will we see them again? Hopefully, they schedule another event. And then if all five pull out again... Then maybe never do it again. But, you know, I'd say skip this year. Try again next year. As I just said, if they all pull out again, don't do it. But that's happening. E3 is going up in flames, one might say. There's that. Next, a game that we discussed last week that was leaked. Lego 2K Drive. We discussed that because, once again, it leaked. And they announced it. Lego announced it with 2K, obviously, and it's a Lego racing game. Now, what I found that was really interesting, so the game's going to come out. Let me actually pull this up. I should have pulled it up, but I didn't think I would go this this into depth. What's interesting is this game is coming out for the PS5, the Xbox, all that. There are two editions, right? So the the more expensive one is going to cost... $100. It's called LEGO 2K Drive Awesome Edition. It's literally called the Awesome Edition. Nice. So, you have that. The Awesome Edition. And then, what I found really weird is that the game on the PS5 and the Xbox Xbox Series S, not the Switch, just those two, is going to run you a fat $70. 70 bucks for Lego 2K Drive. Are you kidding? 70 bucks. Lego 2K Drive. I don't know if that's worth such money. I don't know. But the good news is if you're on a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or the Switch, I shouldn't even say it only costs 60 bucks. For Lego 2K Drive, that's still a fat amount of money. 
Like, for what you're buying a Lego game, which I don't imagine is the highest of quality. My dogs are, are going at it. Uh, which I don't imagine is the highest quality game of all time. Uh, that's kind of insane that it even costs 60 bucks, let alone 70, let alone 100 if you buy it on certain consoles. I'll never understand it. Or sorry, 100 if you buy the uh, awesome edition. I'll never understand it. But uh, yeah, it looks like it'll be a, g a good game. It comes out on May. It's, it's hard to say because on a few, it says May 19th. On a few other copies of the game, it says May 16th. It seems that the Awesome Edition comes out May 16th, and then the Standard comes out May 19th. So, you have that. I'll probably buy it later on, maybe if it goes on sale after they realize 60 bucks is not a good price for the game. So, after they, they realize that, it'll probably get cut in price to at least 40 bucks, Or, sorry, at, like, the most money, 40 bucks, And, um... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there, but uh, I, I don't see that lasting very long at 60 bucks. So, my advice to you would be to hold off uh, until it gets a price cut, which it probably will, especially in, like, if you were to wait, like, like four years, it'll get cut by, like, half. For sure, half. Um, unless it's, like, a gigantic game, which I don't anticipate. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Next, a small headline. Sonic Frontiers has sold... Three million units. Three million. Uh, I can't say I didn't see that coming. I didn't think it would sell like 10 million, but after, what's it, November, so four months? Uh, actually, almost five. Almost five months, three million copies. It's pretty good. I think it will sell five million in, five million in, in its lifetime. Um, but three is really good. I am proud of Sega. I'm sure that they couldn't sleep tonight without knowing that I was proud of them. No, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter, but good stuff on Sonic Frontiers. I have yet to even beat the yet to even beat the game, so hopefully my next backlog game, I, de I decide Sonic Frontiers. Ugh, I gotta clear my throat! <coughs> Sometimes you talk for too long, your throat wants to cough, you, 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 you cough, and you get back to doing as you were. Alright, so you have that. Now, as for the recent news and the biggest news in our last headline. So, I will have a whole segment discussing this whole thing later on in the podcast. But, to put it out there, the new Nintendo Switch OLED announced today is the Tears of the Kingdom Special Edition. It was also announced alongside the Pro Controller and the Carrying Case. I'll go over, I'll, I'll go over my, my thoughts on all that in the topic later on. But as for pre-orders on the OLED, they're starting today, as of Tuesday, the exact day that the presentation came out. You're watching this on Wednesday or later. So, Best Buy has put them up, and thank you to, I know he, he, he said I don't have to give him credit, but I'm giving him credit, Jeremy Rivera, uh, who is a channel member, I appreciate it so much, um, DM me on Twitter and said that uh, he works at GameStop, and their pre-orders are going live at 1 p.m. What's it? 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Uh, Wario64 also tweeted that out. So GameStop pre-orders 
when you're watching this, have more than likely already been out. They're not out as of right this second when I'm recording. But as you're watching, they've most likely already been out. What I'm going to do is I can't, like, keep on linking you a pre-order. Like, I can't update the pinned comment every single hour with the pre-order link. What I can do is I can advise you some accounts to follow on Twitter to get instant notifications when something is available for pre-order, whether it be the, whether it be the Switch OLED, a Link Amiibo that d- just came back in stock, whatever it may be. So, if you want to know when the pre-orders are available for really any rare Nintendo item, go ahead and go on Twitter, get Twitter if you don't have it, and you're above, and your age requirement meets the TOS, um, <laughs> get Twitter and follow these two accounts. There are a few more, but these are the two that I personally follow. Uh, Wario64 and Nintendeal. No shade to other people doing the same thing as them. Those are just those are the the, the 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 two that I follow and the two that I know. So those are the two that I recommend. Nintendeal and Wario64. Those guys tweet the second, the second, or you know, at, at least close enough, close enough, uh, when Switch OLED pre-orders go on sale, when Amiibo pre-orders go on, you know, whatever. Those guys are the best to follow for that kind of stuff. Once again, if you also do that on Twitter and I didn't say your name, I'm not I'm not trying to throw shade, right? I'm not trying to show, throw shade. Just make yourself known to me. Follow me and I'll follow, you know, follow back, to, you know, to Ching. And uh, maybe I can promote you next time on the podcast. So let me know. But yeah, so I suggest following them. Pre-orders for Best Buy have gone live as of today. They may already be out of stock. GameStop pre-orders are going live today in all likelihood. Those could also be out of stock. So just follow those two accounts and uh, they will tweet out when the pre-orders go on sale for other stores such as maybe even Walmart, maybe Target. Uh, But GameStop and Best Buy are are already on sale. Game for our friends in the UK that also went on sale. I do not know what's in stock and what's out of stock. Maybe they're already out of stock. Uh, Jeremy did say that GameStop does have limited supply. And so those could be gone already. However, the same way that you order the OLED through the Twitter account link is the same way that, that they'll promote the Pro Controller and the carrying case. Like, every new Nintendo item that you might ever want is going to be promoted and tweeted out by those two accounts. So, follow them. They're great. And shout out to them. So, that is actually all of our headlines for today. For the news segment, I mean, we still have new rather we're gonna analyze news this next segment though it has to do with something that something that i brought up uh might have been like 10 episodes ago or something uh of a leak that nintendo didn't want to come out but it did and i'm really wondering where it might be and i might have some creator creative insight as to when that might release no actual sources but some thoughts about when this thing might release and if it might actually happen so without further ado let's go ahead and let's get to our first segment of the day and then after that we'll we'll discuss the tears of the kingdom gameplay the oled pro controller carrying case all that kind of stuff first segment here we go Alrighty, guys so on episode number 22 of the mario matter our biggest topic and our biggest news story of the day was a potential Nintendogs mobile game. Now, when I heard about this, 
I was super, super excited for it. I was like, yes, Nintendogs needs a new game. This is going to be great. Now, this was no ordinary leak. This was actually found from a patent, a real file patent from Nintendo. So they filed this. And basically, when you file a patent, no one can, no one can, can steal it off you. It's yours. In this patent, you have to kind of show what it is. There is a picture of a dog on a phone. And the patent is filed, of course, by Nintendo. Dog, phone, in a room, seemed to be a camera AR-based game. What could that possibly be? That could be Nintendogs. I don't imagine it being you taking pictures of your dog because although that is nice and it's cute, I don't imagine that's the core of the game. So basically, what it looks to be is that you're going to have a Nintendog in like an AR Pokemon Go kind of style uh, in your house running around. I imagine it, if you guys have, have ever played the game My Boo, I used to play it when I was younger, you're essentially taking care of a pet or a blob in that game. And I imagine that the Nintendogs mobile game will be just like that, where you're essentially taking care of a dog, you're feeding it, you come back every few hours and check on it, you can play games with it, you can level up, you can do all this kind of stuff, you can take it for a walk, all that kind of stuff. That's what I imagine the game will, will be like. Uh, and I'm excited for it. And as I said, when I heard about it, I was like, yes, tell me more. Now, a few things that I don't understand is when a game like that gets leaked, like, here's what I would do. Like, if one of my YouTube shorts ever got leaked or my entire vault got leaked and it's, like, being shared across multiple sites, being sent to people, what I'm doing right then is if I'm able to, I am posting every single one that got leaked all one time. So then... Instead of seeing it through, you know, the grapevine and seeing it on the, you know, the dark web and stuff, you see it on my actual page and, and then I get the views and I get everything, you know, like that's what I would do as a company. Nintendo, when something gets leaked, they don't care to announce it right away. Like if I was Nintendo and I'm not trying to say that I know better than them or I, you know, should work there. I'm not trying to say that. But in my personal opinion, I feel like if you were to announce something like that right after it gets leaked, that would get so much love because if you're watching the, the camera, well, hold, on, hold on, imagine a graph, right? A graph of how much, of, of how popular Dogs is. The day that it gets leaked, you will probably see a huge spike, a huge spike in the graph, right? That's what you'd probably see because it's being talked about. It's leaked. If you announce same day that a, that a Nintendogs game is, is coming to, to mobile, that spike gets even bigger and it lasts for a little longer because it's an official announcement. Whereas in the same graph, it spiked on the day that it got leaked. Now it's back to normal. No one's talking about it. It's basically irrelevant right now. And then if it ever does come to fruition, there will be another spike. So you can have two spikes, two separate spikes. Or what I would do if I was working at Nintendo and it was a one-person company and I was running it, what I would do 
is when when that gets leaked, you now of course like you couldn't show off a whole trailer. Like, I doubt that they have a whole trailer ready just to put out there. I'm not saying that, but simply take the Nintendogs logo, put it in front of a white background, and say, you know, the game's coming to mobile very soon. If you have an estimated release date, put that out there. Like, hey, it's coming early 2024. I mean, if you announced Metroid Prime a few years back and it still hasn't, sorry, Metroid Prime 4 a few years back and it hasn't come out yet, you can do, you surely do the same with with Nintendogs. So let's say it gets leaked that same day I post on my Twitter account. If I was, if, if, if I was, you know, run the company, I would post, hey guys, coming out, you know, say late 2023, be on the lookout. That creates a big wave. And then what you do after that is you can't have a huge drought until then. You post little hints, even like memes. Even if you posted a meme, people would eat that up. So I would be doing that. Um, post memes, post screenshots, and just keep on promoting it until you get to a point where you can put out a trailer, another spike in the graph. And at that point, you give a release date in the trailer. At that point, you have the game release date. People are actually excited. You have the, the, the game title out there. You have it all ready. Game comes out. Bam. Dogs has been resurrected. It's like, how much harder do you have to make it? When it got leaked. Now, like, obviously, assuming that it's all real. When it gets leaked, you announce it right then. Like, I don't know what else to, 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 to tell you. I just broke it down for you. Like, what you do. You announce it. And keep on posting funny things leading up to it. And then you put it out. People are eating it up. That's what I would do. Now, once again, I do not want to sound like I know better. Or that, you know, I should work there. Or that they're not smart. They know what they're doing, obviously. But it's like, in my brain, in my mind, it just doesn't compute. Like, if I still waited weeks after to post YouTube shorts if they were leaked... No one cares anymore because everyone that wanted to see it already saw it when it got leaked. Like if another channel posted a, a YouTube short that I didn't post yet, you know, everyone is seeing it over there not my actual channel. Now, sure, I might still get some views, but it's like, it's not the same, you know, it's not. So, <clears throat> so you have to announce it that same day, I think. Now, obviously, uh, well, actually, no, never mind. I was going to say if the whole... Announcement gets 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 leaked. Obviously, you can't put the whole game out right that same day. I'm not saying put the game out, but as I said earlier, put a white background, put the Nintendogs logo there, and just say, "Hey, coming out later this year on mobile," and you know whatever. And that's basically it. All you got to do. We've seen games get trailers before they are, they're even done. Like if you go back, this one example I, I I remember. If you go back. There's one trailer for the game Animal Crossing New Leaf where if you watch it, I couldn't remember what it's called or anything. I think it might have been, you know, it might have been E3 2011. It might have been where if you have played that game for hours and then you go and look at that that trailer, it looks not the same at all. These text bubbles are different. The trees look different. We've seen games have trailers before they even come out or or before they're they're even done. Sorry, rather before they're before they're even finished. So it's like. You know, you can put something out. Like, I guarantee you, this game might have already even, like, been shelved. Like, do you remember that rumor that 
Nintendo has been like shelving games and, and like holding them for a while. Uh, Nintendogs might even be one of them. The game might even be done. You know, who knows? But we'll see. Now, as for when it'll release, as for my creative insight, what I think will happen is if you look at Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, if you look at Mario Kart Tour, if you look at Super Mario Run, these kinds of games... Actually, I'm not sure on Mario Kart. When, when did Mario Kart Tour release? Mario Kart Tour, I believe it was like late 2019. Uh, yes, it was. All of these mobile games, uh, uh, excluding Mitomo, all of these mobile games release later in the year. Not earlier, but later. And this is going to sound so stupid to you. Like, th this might sound beyond stupid, right? Guys, <laughs> International Dog Day is August 26th, 2023, which is a very reasonable time frame considering this leaked a few months ago. August 26th. Now, I'm not saying it's going to come out August 26th, but if you did it like August 21st, you know, September 9th, you know, whatever the, whatever the, the dang day might be, you know, whatever. It would make a whole lot, a whole lot of sense. International dog, like that's that's international. And if you release it a few weeks before, you can have a special in-game International Dog Day event, which gets more downloads, which gets more excitement, which gets more hype, which gets more conversations going. I sh okay, maybe I should work there. I mean, geez, I got all the ideas. Okay, so. Uh, that might happen later later this year. If it happens at all, it's not confirmed, uh, but it is leaked. And it's not like leaked. Okay, okay, so we see these quote-unquote leakers uh, in the community. Some are correct. Some are wrong. Some you can't trust. Some you can't trust. This is a Nintendo, official Nintendo filed patent. Like legal patent. So they 100%, what we do know is they 100% do have or had intentions of making a dog-based mobile game. They did, a, at the very least, had intentions. They probably still do, but at the very least, they, they, they had intentions. So, it's confirmed that it was planned. Is it actually going to come out? We don't know. What, what's it going to be called? We don't know. When will it release? We don't know, but my guess is later this year. Also, it's been some time since they have released a mobile game. This would make sense. And I think it's smart to go with the mobile route for a game like Nintendogs because although it was very, very popular back in the day, I don't know how many copies that sells on the Switch now. Like, if you if you made a Nintendogs game, it would have to cost 30 bucks. I don't know anybody who's paying uh, 60 bucks for a copy of Nintendogs in 2023. So making it free with in-app purchases, maybe like, you know, if your dog has energy and you can buy energy drinks or something, you know, whatever the in-app purchases may be, I think that's a very smart route, route to go down with that kind of series. As, as I just said, I don't know if it sells great anymore. So doing that is smart. But anyways, let me know in the comments if you can comment, you know, if you're not on Spotify or Apple, uh, what you think of a Nintendogs mobile game? Would you play it? Would you download it? And when do you think it'll release? I'm excited. 
And as soon as we get confirmation on that, if we ever do, it'll be reported here on the Mario Matter Nintendo News Podcast, hosted by yours truly, M. Swizzle. With that, let's move on and discuss the Tears of the Kingdom gameplay and the Tears of the Kingdom OLED plus Pro Controller plus Carrying Case and my thoughts on that. Let's get... Oh, oh, I cover the microphone. Let's get to it. Alrighty, so as of today, as of recording this video, we got a 10-minute gameplay trailer, or, a, or an overview trailer, of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the most highly anticipated Switch game of 2020. Four, three, yeah, three. So, we got a trailer on this. And we got a good amount of things shown, but no story, which is obviously to be expected. No, uh, you know, real secrets. We just got to see Link's abilities, <clears throat> a new enemy, and really that's about it. A few features here and there, really just abilities. So, what we had was, the first thing, if my YouTube will actually load... It never takes this long. Okay, so the first thing that, that we had is recall. So you may have seen in several other trailers that there are islands in the sky. You might wonder, does Link just turn into Superman? No. So what happens is platforms will fall from the sky, right? They will fall from the sky and you basically are reversing the movement of these platforms. So let's say... You know, in my room, a Mario figure falls from the top of my desk. If there was a, 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 a mini ant in my room and he climbed on the Mario figure and he used Link's recall ability, he could use that Mario figure to get up to my desk. And weirdly enough, the Mario figure would be back on my desk. Like, that's how that works. So, falling platforms... You can recall it and reverse the movements of that platform and get up on the high ground. Next is an ability called Fuse. It was showed off in combat. So, in this particular clip, Link had a tree branch as a weapon. What he does is he attacks a new enemy called the geez, uh, Construct. And what he does is that tree branch is not strong enough. He takes a pebble or rather a rock and attaches it to the tree branch and can now beat up these enemies even more and it does more damage because he has attached a rock to his tree branch. So it makes the weapon a whole lot stronger. You can do that with a few other combinations like if you have a tree branch you, you can you can pretty you can probably put like a a dang piece of meat on there you know i don't know all, all the details but they showed it off with a tree branch uh with a rock on it they also showed it off by attaching a pitchfork to a stick weapon making it a super long stick that you can attack enemies with from distance so that's also very cool you can make sticks longer you can basically combine a weapon and another object and make it in one and create some sort of advantage for you 
The next ability that we saw after that for Link is the Ultra Hand ability, where you're basically gluing things together, right? So, in the demonstration, we saw Link put together three different logs to essentially make a raft in the river to get from point A to point B. And then, and then you might think, how did he get across the river? You can attach these fan-like objects to the back of it, and they will move your boat. So essentially, you can combine objects together. Kind of like how you combine a weapon and an object, you can now combine most objects together to make and craft and create whatever you need to beat the game. So yeah, as I said in the demonstration, they put together three logs, put some fan-type objects on the back, <clears throat> and then you can move across the water. You can do it in, in other ways too, like in the other demonstration, they had four fans and a sail, and they were moving upwards. That, that, is, that is likely another way to get to the upper-level islands. And so you, you can essentially craft, and that's pretty cool. The only worry that I have there is that it might be a little too complicated, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be really easy, and maybe they'll even teach you how to do it, which I'm sure that, that they'll teach you, but, like, I hope it's not too complicated. You know, I hope it's all well. And then I believe the last ability that, that was shown off is the Ascend ability. I'm hoping I didn't miss any, did I? Ultra Hand, Fuse, uh, and what was the first one? And Recall, yes. So I didn't miss any. The other one is called Ascend. So AGL Numa, the man who was leading the demonstration, has said that if there is any room that you are in that has a ceiling, you can essentially fly upwards and go through the ceiling. So like if I'm in my room right now and there is an attic above me, I can use my ascend ability to then fly up and go through the roof into the attic. That's basically what you can do in Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> and uh, I see that being really useful if you're like in some dark cave and there's a hill above you, which is the uh, exact scenario that they showed off into the trailer. <clears throat> sorry, I'm coughing a lot. I'm, 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 clear, I'm clear my throat a lot, sorry. So they showed off that exact scenario in the trailer. Like, I think that'll be super handy, especially if you're in trouble with like enemies and stuff. That'll be cool. And I'm excited to see how these abilities might work in the final boss battle. Like, will you ever need to ascend in certain situations or can you even during a boss battle? You know, what what will happen? I'm excited to see like how, how, how you might craft things to have to beat Ganon or however that might work. I'm really hyped and really excited to see <clears throat> the full features firsthand. I'm excited about that. Now, what not everybody expected and what did happen and what was shown at the end of the trailer was a brand new special edition Nintendo Switch OLED. Now, what I don't understand, and shout out to him, he's a, he's a legend, right? <clears throat> him being Wood or Beat-em-Ups. Guys, YouTuber Beat-em-Ups, you probably know him. Uh, if you don't, check him out. He's amazing. YouTuber Beat-em-Ups. As of this second has an unboxing on his channel, unboxing the Tears of the Kingdom OLED. How he got his hands on that, I have no clue. But he actually has it. And in the same video, uh, it appears that the Switch is a little old. It had a very early system firmware. 
So if these things have been sitting out for a while, that, that's kind of a shocker, but I'll leave the link to his video in the description if you want to check it out. Uh, he unboxed it. And I say as of right now because I'm hoping Nintendo does not take that down. Uh, but it's a really it's a really well done video as of as are most of his. So yeah, go and check it out. Interesting stuff. He has his hands on it. But either way, if you want my thoughts in my opinion on the OLED, <clears throat> I had some criticism on the stream about the uh, design of the Joy-Cons. Looking back, I think it's pretty cool. Like I think it's cool. I like how they're gold. I believe that's the first ever pair of gold Joy-Cons that we've ever, that we've ever gotten. I like the, the the designs. They scream Tears of the Kingdom. They don't scream necessarily Zelda. They scream specifically Tears of the Kingdom, which I do like. It has the Tears of the Kingdom Tears of the Kingdom Tears of the Kingdom designs on it. And I do like that on the kickstand and on the back of the console. You even have more designs on there. And the dock is just, I think that, hot take. I think that is the best ever Nintendo Switch dock. The only one that might compare to it is the Super Smash Bros. one. But I mean, that's as clean as it gets. That is as clean as it gets. A white dock with the pattern on it, the Triforce and everything about it perfect that is so good now will i be buying this <clears throat> no uh though i am a youtuber that makes Ninten that makes nintendo content i do not have the pocket space to buy a 360 dollars switch console that i'm gonna not use very often I, I don't i don't have that so you know you know i'm not gonna buy it but it does come out april 28th 2023 once again 360 dollars not 350 360 <clears throat> sorry i'm throwing my, my throat Ugh. so 360 which is also weird considering that most of them are 350 and i mean i guess everything tears of the kingdom is getting a 10 dollar price raise like the game is 70 bucks not 60 the console is 360 not 350 i don't know why Maybe because it's an S-tier game. I'll never understand it, but it's 360. And then along with that, we are also getting a Pro Controller and a carrying case for the Switch. My thoughts on the Pro Controller was it's going to cost 75 bucks. My thoughts on it... So I didn't like how one half is black and one half is white. I just think it looks really, really weird. That's just my thoughts, though. I'm not trying to bash it. I'm not trying to yuck your yum if you do like it. I just thought that looks really, really weird. Apart from that, the designs look good. Even, like, the, there's, like, little small designs on there. Looks amazing. I just was not sure about the black and the white. But maybe I'll get used to it. I probably won't buy any of that. But cool stuff. And then after that, we have the carrying case, which... I know it's not much to analyze. There's a pattern on it. It's a carrying case. It's not like above average. Like, guys, it's a carrying case, you know. As for the design, there are two sides of it that, that they showed off. One side has a Tears of the Kingdom logo on it. Looks cool. And you see these, the same 
uh, zigzag pattern and the same like spiral pattern that was on the Joy-Cons. You see that same pattern and I think that it looks great. It's just like nothing to, nothing crazy to, to write home about, you know? So I think that those, are, th- th- those two are amazing. I do like them. And I am looking forward to seeing more unboxings of these uh, products, especially the Pro Controller. I'm looking forward to it. But with that there, with that done, with that said, those are my thoughts. And that is the trailer overview. And then my thoughts on the uh, console. Well, I didn't really give my thoughts on, on the game. As of what I, you know, as for what I saw, I do like it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready for it. I like the introducing of new abilities. One thing, if I could change one thing about that trailer, <clears throat> really, uh, you know, about the whole game, I, I like this and I don't. So if you notice, it, at least in that trailer, the same overlay and the same sound effects that are used in Breath of the Wild are, are being used in Tears of the Kingdom. Same stamina bar, same overlay, same fonts, same sound effects. Everything is basically the same. And yes, it is a sequel, but even sound effects, I thought could have been changed. Maybe, maybe just, you know, a little, even like slightly changed, you know. I think sound effects should be a bit different. Overlay, I mean, what can I say? Breath of the Wild had a great overlay. Why, you know... You know, uh, what's it? Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I can understand that. But sound effects, when I heard that, that was a bit crazy. Um, so you have that. I'm excited, though. Like, I'm not trying to complain. I just, if there was one thing that I could change, it's that. But I will, that doesn't change if I'm going to buy it or not. I'm going to buy it. I, I, I pre ordered it. I'm going to buy it. I love it. And uh, I'm excited to dive into it May 12th. And. That is it for the Tears of the Kingdom segment. Let's go ahead and let's get to the best segment of the week. The one where you ask me the questions to answer on the podcast. Let's get to it. Alrighty, guys. It's time to answer your questions. So you guys all, maybe not all, maybe a good amount, have left me questions on my Discord server. If you want to ask me a question, feel free to join my Discord server in the description or podcast notes. And you can join there. Go to the channel called Ask M Swizzle. Write down your question every Tuesday or Monday. I remind you guys to uh, to uh, send questions. Feel free to do that, and I will answer them all on the podcast first. So I believe we ended here with Blade Master last episode. Next, Big Boss asks, "What is the best and worst Nintendo controller?" So my favorite one is the Wii U gamepad. I've been using that for years and I love it. It's the most comfortable for me. The worst one, I won't say, like I'm not calling it bad when I call it the worst. But no, no, no. I'm going to say Joy-Cons. Honestly, like even the gamepad, even the Wii remote, like comfort was thought about. Nintendo thought had thought about comfort and how wide your hands should be. The Joy-Cons, they did not consider comfort. When you hold them horizontal or even vertical, it's vertical is better, but it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. 
So I think best gamepad, worst Joy-Cons, but Joy-Cons aren't even like terrible. They're, they, they're just no better than the other ones. Next, how do you say that? How do you say this name? The Gem, the Gemby Boy <clears throat> asks, best Mario game, best Mario game in my opinion is going to be like mainline Mario game, like Mario Bros game. My answer to you would be probably like I'm I'm thinking mainline Mario Bros game. Probably Mario New Super Mario Bros U is probably my favorite. I would say that. I have great great nostalgia with that kind of game. So, fun stuff. Next, Flame Flame Asteroid Queen 4570 asks choose which pill red or blue the blue one will give you every pokemon including mew but not arceus the red one will give you a every powerful and rare and ultra rare pokemon including arceus so if i pick the blue one i just get mew compared to the red one i get everything apart from mew i choose the red one <laughs> I choose the the red pill. And then they also ask <clears throat> if you could choose a Pokemon who has three types, four types, or any types, what types would you choose? So my, my favorite three or four types, I, I'd go Fire, Psychic. Can you be Fire and Water? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh, fire, Psychic, Steel, and maybe lightning. Those are those those are my four. Or it's cause is it light sorry. Electric, right? It's called electric, not lightning. Sorry, sorry, I'm 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 rusty, okay? I haven't played in a while, and by a while by a while I mean like three weeks. Anyways, next, Polito asks, do you like Dragon Ball? Uh not that I not that I don't like it, but I uh I don't watch like the Dragon Ball that that, that that's an anime, right? I don't watch it. And I've not played... There's, like, Dragon Ball games, too, right? Uh, I've not done anything Dragon Ball. My brother likes it, I believe. And I, I've never watched or played or, you know, whatever. I have no Dragon Ball experience, so I can't say it. But I've never tried it. I've never tried watching or playing. Next. Flame Asteroid Queen 4570 also asks, What is your favorite Pokemon? And what is the best Pokemon to own in every Pokemon game? So every Pokemon game... I can't answer that because that's too many and I haven't played every single one of them. But I will answer, my favorite Pokemon is Stantler, the reindeer, or the deer rather. And I, yeah, I can't answer best Pokemon to own in every game. That's that's too many and I don't I don't know all of them. But hopefully that's enough. And then uh, they, they also ask, what is your favorite Animal Crossing game? That would be Animal Crossing New Leaf for 3DS. Much nostalgia, much fun. Next, Jenna asks, what is one game you wish you had, but it's too rare to find? I think we answered that last episode, right? It was uh, Chibi Robo GameCube. That one, Chibi Robo for the GameCube. It's so expensive. It's so rare. Man, I want that game. Next, CS asks, for an end credit scene at the Mario movie, do you think it would be cooler to see a tease for the next Nintendo movie, or would it be cooler to see a tease for the next 3D Mario game? So... If it was going to be a tease for the next Nintendo movie, it better be a tease for a Zelda movie. 
not not a Mario movie too, but a Zelda movie. Or a tease for the next 3D Mario. Yeah. I'd say a tease for the next 3D Mario game. Because that's what we're waiting. Like, after the Mario movie, if you took a survey, 100 people, family feud style, I guarantee you all 100 are more looking forward to the next Mario game rather than the next movie. I mean, maybe there will be, like, five people who, who, who say... You know that they're looking forward to the to the next movie more than more than the, more than the, the the next game, but the vast majority are definitely looking forward to the next 3D Mario game. I would say so. Next, Turtle asks, "What are your thoughts about Lego 2K Drive, and will you download it on Switch or PC?" So my thoughts about it: I've not watched too much. I saw a trailer, and it looks really good. It looks good. I don't think it's going to be the highest quality game in the world. But it looks better than I could have ever imagined, honestly. And then, will you download it on Switch or PC? I'll probably get it on Switch. Uh, I have PC and everything. Like I have a PC that can run it. It's right here. <laughs> but um, I'm just more of a Switch kind of guy. Like I will even sacrifice graphics just to play it on the Switch. You know, it, it, you can take it everywhere. You can also own it physically. Actually, if you own it physically on the Switch. There's no game card. You have to download it. I might still even do that. I don't know. I might still even like buy the actual game box with no game card in it. Uh, we'll see. But Switch and I think it's amazing. Next, Dorok asks, what is the your favorite Super Mario game and which one should I get? Because I'm thinking of getting 3D World. So my favorite Super Mario game, uh, we said Mario Bros. U, which is on the Wii U. And so, you're thinking of getting 3D World. That is a very, very smart choice, as you asked. Uh, you also said, is it a smart choice? It's a very smart choice. 3D World or New Super Mario Bros. U, any of the new Mario Bros. games, perfect. I would recommend, if you're thinking of getting 3D World and you're very interested in it, definitely go for it. 3D World it would probably be my next pick, honestly. I played that on the Wii U. It's, if, your first time playing through it, is like an experience like no other. I would say get 3D World if you love it. Get the new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe if you, or do it in the opposite order. Whatever it may be. Definitely get 3D World. I recommend it. 10 out of 10. Next. Eggphone asks, should I buy a modded new 2DS XL? I wouldn't. Here's why. So, I recommend 2DS XL. I, I recommend it. I have one. But do not buy the modded because... One, you can do that on your own. It's very, very simple, very, very easy, very, very easy, really. Uh, there's guides for it. You can do that. You can do that yourself. And normally, what what they'll do is put a ton of games on it. I almost cussed. Put a ton of games on it. And so by them doing that, it seems very, very convenient. But they're actually charging up the price and jacking it up because of that. So. I don't support piracy, which is also in all likelihood what they're doing. Uh, I don't support that. I wouldn't pay for that. Now, I, buy if you want to buy a 2DS XL, I would buy it, buy it normally, unmodded. And if you want to add any mod modifications to each their own, I would do it yourself. It's very, very easy. And... Yeah, I just wouldn't buy a modern one because they jack up the price. Buy a normal one, buy a used one, and then do it yourself. Um, it's kind of like paying for a service, but the service is like, it's like anybody could do it. 
Like, eight-year-old eight me probably could have done it. Like, it's so easy. Uh, I won't link it, but if you search up 3DS modding guide or join the homebrew Discord server, they will all help you out. It's very simple. Next, Turtle asks, can you cover the 10-minute gameplay of Tears of the Kingdom either on the main channel or during the Mario Matter podcast? Actually, we did both. We streamed this morning, and we covered it just a few minutes ago. But that question was asked before. Uh, it was asked yesterday, so no, um, I don't blame you for asking that because when Turtle when, when Turtle asked that question, I had made no plans to stream it or, or even cover it, so thank you for asking. We did it. We delivered. There we go. Next, CS asks, when the next Nintendo system comes out, what game do you think will be the big game that comes out with it on release? So, yeah, so let's start eliminating. It couldn't be Zelda because that game is, is releasing now. I don't think, unless it's a spinoff, that they'll release the new console with a new Zelda game. It's way too soon. I think, I think that we'll get a 3D Mario game on the Switch still, so I don't think it'll be that. There was a rumor recently about that game being the next Donkey Kong game. And I gotta be honest, I think that's the move. I think that is the move to have the next console launch with Donkey Kong. One, because that is the, one of the most recognizable Nintendo characters. I would argue, maybe even more than like Link and Zelda. Just because you have to realize like, Donkey, Donkey Kong was a game that was in the arcades. He's in like movies like Wreck-It Ralph. He's mentioned, he, he, his, his name is dropped here and there. So you have all generations knowing who that is, you know? Well, not all, but a lot. I would argue, not that it sells more, not, not necessarily, but like if you have a commercial switch and then you say Donkey Kong, like pe people know who that is, right? So I'd say Donkey Kong is a power move. Do that for sure. Once again, I don't think it sells more than a brand new Zelda game or a brand new Mario game, but it's a big power move. I would say do it. And also... Donkey Kong games don't sell, like, stupid well, so bundling it or, you know, putting it out on, on release date would uh, help it sell more as well. Next, Shapito asks, asks what, your f what was your first console you ever played slash owned, and what was your favorite game on the console, including handheld? So the first one, first console that I ever played was the GameCube. My family owned a GameCube back in, it, it was a little bit late. It was, like, 2004 or so, 2004, uh, not like late, late, but like it wasn't right when it came out. My dad bought it for us for Christmas. I wasn't even alive. Uh, my brother and sister who are older than me, uh, they had it when I was born into the world. I was playing it. And at that, at that point when I was born, the Wii was out. So, um, or it was like, it was just about out. So I was a bit one generation behind. I was playing the GameCube. My first game was, in all likelihood, I, I actually asked my siblings, and they said it was very, very likely Shrek 2 on the GameCube, because we my family would, would play that, my mom, sister, brother, everybody would, would play it. Shrek 2 on the GameCube was like our, is like our family's game. Not that it's only my family, like, people, people play that game, but it's like, if we had a go-to family game, that was it. We should actually re, uh, replay that. I'm going to... I actually ask around after this and see if we can if, see if see if we can replay it as a family. Um, Shrek Two was the first game. 
Uh, so that's my favorite game on that console. Well, my favorite GameCube game is Animal Crossing, but, like, that's the one that I think about the most when I think of, like, early on GameCube days. Um, and then the first one that I, like, personally owned, like, I bought my Switch. I didn't buy the Wii U. That was a family thing. Uh, I bought my 2DS XL. The first console that I actually owned was a DSi. I didn't buy that. My parents did because I was, like, four, five, six. Uh, first one that I owned was a DSi. It's actually over there. Still works. Apart from, apart from scratches, still works fully. And the first one that I bought my own money with GameStop trading credit was a Nintendo 3DS. It was red, uh, the 3DS XL. It was red. I since sold it to upgrade to the 2DS XL. Um, I kind of regret doing that because it'd be cool to to still have like multiple 3DSs, but it didn't make any sense at that time. So I sold it and, uh, I don't really mind though. I mean, I have the 2DS XL, which is much better. So that's that. Next, Ivudi asks, what's your favorite song from Zelda? Um, man, I think it's probably the one that was used in the 2017 Zelda presentation trailer. Um... I don't know if it has a name, but if you, I mean, if you Google or go on YouTube, Nintendo Switch presentation 2017 Breath of the Wild, there will be a trailer, and in that trailer, there is a song that plays, it starts off slow, then gets intense, I love that song so much. Next, Abraham asks, what 3DS consoles do you own, and what was your first 3DS? So, we actually just, just answered that um, somehow, some way. So my first 3DS was a red 3DS XL. I didn't have the original. I went straight for the XL. After that, I had sold it. And what actually ended up happening, so I thought I lost it. That, that year, that, that Christmas, I got a black 3DS XL. Two months after getting that black 3DS XL for Christmas, that February, I mean, I mean like, you know, two, two, months, two months later, that February... I got a, I found the red 2DS, the red 3DS XL. It was in my backpack from like a trip, uh, in like a very, very weird pocket. So I found it in there, sold the red one because the black one already had all my data on it. Then sold that for the 2DS XL. Actually, I sold that for the 2DS XL, got it that way. And, um, yeah. So with that, I own the 2DS XL. So, so that's that's one. And then recently, like a month ago or two, I bought a green 2DS. I wanted to own a second console in the 3DS family. And I've always wanted to own a 2DS because of how different it is and how comfortable people say it is. So I got that and I have been enjoying it so far. I might need to actually replace the battery on it because it's very, very poor. But um, other than that, uh, it's got a few scratches. But when you're actually playing a game, you can't even notice. So I don't mind. And yeah. Good overall. It's very, very good. So two two consoles I own in the 3DS family. Next, Cactus Lord Gaming asks, what's your favorite 3D Mario? Favorite 3D Mario must be Super Mario 3D World. That one I love the most. And I, I don't know. It's just so amazing. Nostalgia definitely plays a big part. And the fact that it was just really, really different from like the traditional Mario Bros. games. Perfect. Next, Gato and Lavar, but in English, asks, "What has motivated you to get to, to get to 31 episodes? Really, what has motivated me? This is this is like a, it's a real pleasure. It's a real privilege that I can come on here and talk about 
my favorite things. And there's a lot of people who actually care and listen. And I'm so appreciative for that. And I'm so thankful that people like actually want to turn on my video and like listen to what I have to say about a company that I've been following since I was basically born. You know, I'm just so thankful that I can do that. And I know that not everyone can do that. So I want to come on here and use that privilege, I guess, you know, I, I want to come on here and like take advantage of it because I, I, I know not everyone can do that. Uh, but I mean, it, if you want to start, start a podcast, start a channel, like please go for it. It's so like, I shouldn't be where I'm at. You know, I, I shouldn't be where I'm at. But if, if, if you just dedicate yourself for a while, you can do big things. You, you can be bigger than, I don't know, Mr. Beast, you know? It just takes time. Uh, but what has motivated me? I mean, coming on here, talking about my, my favorite things. Like, I love doing this. I, I love talking about it all. Um, in terms of, like, the I don't feel like doing the podcast. In terms of that, really just knowing, like, if I don't have an episode out on Wednesday, people are upset. And if, like, if I was coming home in, se- in second grade from school and there 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 was supposed to be a new Austin and Alley episode on on Disney and Chan- on D- Disney Channel and then it didn't happen I'd be upset you know like like what the heck so assuming that assuming that there's people who actually look forward to the podcast I don't want to let anybody down that would like leave a pit in my heart and that would like make me not feel good for that day so it's like I'm getting up I'm doing it and I'm getting it done posting it Wednesday at 4 p.m. or so just, I don't want to let anybody down. I enjoy doing it. And my mind is kind of, it's kind of like a workhorse mentality. Guys, I haven't stopped working. I don't want to talk about how, how, how hard I work. That's like the last thing that I want to do. I've not caught a break since. Maybe I caught a break this evening as I'm recording this. Maybe I'll, I'll get one this evening. But like, I've not gotten a break since Monday morning. Monday morning, I had the, what did I even do? Gosh, hold on. What did I do? What did I, I, oh, okay. I was planning the eShop video, went to the gym, four videos, recorded four videos, recorded the fifth video, um, the, the eShop video, edited that, put it out, thumbnail, thumbnail for that video, thumbnail for the stream the next day, done. I had no time that day. I, I went to bed right after, uh, this morning stream, this, uh, three shorts. I have yet to even re- record my four shorts. Um, and then after that, I should get a break. Thank gosh. Oh, and then podcast out of the podcast. I need, I need to relax after. Okay. I need to relax later, but, um, just, I have like a mind and like, I'm not complete. Like I have a mindset where like, this is so like, I need to be working. If I, if I go a day without working, I don't feel right. I feel terrible. I feel like so off. Like it's, it's so bad. So, uh, yeah, really that next Zandy asks, Take us through the process of recording one of your shorts. I actually do do this. Uh, if you become a channel member for, I believe it's $1.99 a month, you can have access to a bunch of my recording sessions for shorts and like my raw and uncut experience. It's like not even cut. I, I, put, I put my phone right in front of me and I don't cut it. You see you see my mistakes, my voice cracks, my retakes, you know, all, those, all that kind of stuff. I don't mean to put it behind a paywall but uh, it's just part of the channel member perks. And yeah, $1.99 a month. There's a link in the description to be a channel member. And you also get shout outs at the end of the podcast, uh, all that kind of stuff. 
shoutouts, emojis, a badge next to your name, uh, Discord channel roles, all that kind of stuff. It's it, it, it's great. It's great. Next, Bobo Blast asks, "What was the best Game Boy game in your opinion? And did you grow up, did you grow up with Game Boys? So, did I grow up with Game Boys? I I did not. So obviously, I was born. I won't say when, but I was born in like the Game Boy Advance era." And uh, it was out and it was new and you could buy them like at Toys R Us when I was alive. But I didn't actually, I never owned a Game Boy until like a year ago. Like not even a Game Boy Advance, not even like, not like a retro Game Boy. Never owned a Game Boy until like a year ago. Uh, I did like essentially grow up. I mean, I was born in the same era, but I never actually owned one. And then, and then the best Game Boy game, in my opinion, I've not played a whole lot of them. Uh, I've not played a whole lot. But out of the few that I've played, I really like, I really like Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I like that game a lot. It's hard to say, it's hard to say like the the best one. I like Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. I, I, I remember playing that game. I like that one a lot. I can't think of any others. In terms of like third party though. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas is also a really, really good one. So, yeah, those two are, are really good. Next, Icy Tiger asks, What do you think so far on The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? I think it looks amazing. I think that... I'm not sure what I expected to see in the trailer today, but, like, it doesn't it's not put it this way it's not worse than breath of the wild therefore it's a step in the right direction i think it looks great it's gonna be great and i'm excited to, i'm excited to try all of the new features in the game next icy tiger also asks do you want a super mario odyssey i assume that you mean an, an, an odyssey 2 i would i would love mario odyssey 2 i would buy that in a heartbeat I would review it on the Mario Matter. I would need a Mario Odyssey 2 to wake up tomorrow. So, Nintendo, you better announce it today. I'm just kidding. Next, that diehard Mario fan asks, What do you want to see in Tomodachi Life if we get a Tomodachi Life sequel or a remake? What do I want to see? So, what I would like is another very, very great soundtrack. Tomonachi Life had such a good soundtrack in literally every single aspect of the game, whether it be you're out looking at the whole map of the island, whether you're, you're, you're shopping, you're in an, in an apartment, whatever it was, goaded soundtrack. Apart from that, maybe just more, more fun for you. Like, Tomonachi Life is very fun, but what I mean is, like, what you're doing is you're watching over all of these characters in this town. What I would like to happen is like mini is like, is like a bunch of mini games that involve you, that involve me's. Like imagine like me mini games in Tomonachi, like almost almost like we party games, but in Tomonachi life. Because as I said, like you're just watching all the fun happen. You are not partaking in the fun. You're you're, you're just watching all of it. So. If we could interact more, that'd be awesome. But yeah, hopefully we do get a Tomodachi Life uh, re remake or sequel or port or whatever. 
Next, the Soda Boy asks, do you think Nintendo's next console would be next gen or just kind of a sequel to the Switch? So like next piece of hardware or no, next console, sequel, sequel to the Switch, so like a Switch 2 or a next gen, like a, you know, brand new, totally, totally new. Um, I saw a leak from Jeff Grubb saying that it would be next gen or that he's hearing it'll be next gen, but that, that isn't me. That's not my thoughts. My thoughts, what do I think? I believe it's going to be a Switch 2 just because Switches are selling like crazy. 100 million units plus. I think it'll be a Switch 2, but the thing is, you Nintendo knows... Actually, no, 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 no. I say it'll be, it'll be next gen. And here's why. Here's why. Because I just thought about it. I thought it'd be a Switch 2, but thinking about it, Here's what, I know Nintendo has said they don't want to go down the same path as they went down with the Wii U, from, from the Wii to the Wii U. When the Wii U came out, I think even if there was no confusion with what the gamepad was, I don't think it sells any better than the Wii sold, just because people have already seen it before. It's like, not everybody who had a Wii in their home cared to upgrade it's kind of like not i mean not exactly definitely not exactly but it's kind of like if you had a first ever the first ever ipad created and then like the next upgrade after that was the ipad pro it's like not everybody is going to upgrade to the next generation i don't think it's going to sell more if the wii u had no confusion no name problem I don't think it sells more than, than the Wii did because it's essentially nearly the same thing. Whereas if it's an entirely brand new console, everybody in their grandma wants it. You know, like everybody in their grandma, literally everybody. Now you can argue that with the PlayStation, they can do one, two, three, four, and five, and it'll still sell. But it, I don't think it works that way with Nintendo because when has it ever the Game Boy sold more copies than the Game Boy Advance. The SNES sold less copies than the NES. The original always beats the sequel. So I think it I think it'll be next gen. I do. Unless it's like a Switch Pro, which I which I wouldn't call the next console. Like the next real console, I think will be next gen and totally different. Next. Zandy asks, can you mess around with chat GPT in this pod? I've never actually used chat gpt i don't know what the whole hype is but um i can't probably because like how am i gonna like show that i don't know i can't use chat gpt in the podcast but um i've never even like messed around so it's so it's like an ai that like talks to you i don't know i don't know i should ask it what m swizzle is next shapito asks what game slash console do you think changed gaming hmm game slash console I think it would be a console. And it I think it's the Oh, you know what? I think it might be the Xbox 360. That's really the first time that we've ever seen Connect or I mean, you know, obviously, but like the first time that we've ever seen like somebody be the controller. And like motion controls and like all that kind of interactive stuff. I think the Xbox 360, maybe not like if I could choose one, but that is one of the consoles 
that changed gaming for sure. Because correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I am wrong, and I could very well be wrong. That released before the PS3 and the Wii, and did Sony or Nintendo like take inspiration from like the motion from from the motion controls, or like was everybody on board with making motion controls? Like 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 everyone's next gen console was going to have motion in it. I don't know, but the seeing that Xbox 360 trailer with the kid playing the skateboard game was like insanely revolutionary. I wasn't like alive to see it, but like look like looking back at it was insane. Like seeing that in the early 2000s. Wait, was was it early? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 2000s, insane. I think that 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 changed it for sure. Next, Avery Bonner asks, "How do I send my Joy-Cons to Nintendo?" How you do that? So, I what I did was when I had my Joy-Cons that needed repaired, I googled Nintendo Joy-Con repair. Typically, it's the first or second link. Don't click on the ad links unless the ad is from the official Nintendo site. Go to the official site. There should be a repair form to fill out. You 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 choose how many Joy-Cons, what color Joy-Con, all that kind of stuff. They send you a shipping label. You send it off to Nintendo. They have it back to you within a few weeks. Now, if you have Avery, if you have a special edition Joy-Con, do not send it to them. Do not. I have I have come to the conclusion that if my special edition Joy-Cons ever break, I'm displaying them and they're on display, not for use because they're obviously broken. The reason why is because they will not send you that special edition back in most cases. Now, I mean special edition as in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Joy-Cons, as in, as in Splatoon Joy-Cons, as in uh, Animal Crossing Joy-Cons. Send in your Splatoon 2 pink and green Joy-Con. Like, for example, if you can see the video version of the podcast, these are fine. Different colors are fine, but not like special edition ones that came with the console. Do not send those because they you, you will likely not get them back. So, yeah, don't send those. But, yeah, on the site, they have a repair form. They don't advertise it very well because they don't want that to be known because they're losing money. But, you know, there's that. Next, TJ asks, and finally, TJ asks, what game would you like to, to replay to this day, uh, there's a there, there, there's a few. Shrek two, uh, maybe maybe what's a good 3ds game? 3ds no man Skyward Sword. I would play that again. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, and I'll give you one more. Switch games, maybe, man, sorry, I can't think of very many, because I'm, like, so focused on, I'm focused on completing my entire backlog, I haven't even, like, thought about replaying games, I give you those two, and I give you, can I look at my games very fast, um, oh, that's a good one, Captain Toad, give me that all day, Captain Toad, Give me that. I, w- I would replay that in a heartbeat. I would, after my, my backlog, that is one of the ones that I would like to replay. So that is it for the questions. And that is it for 
the Mario Matter podcast, episode number 31. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you're still here, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode itself. Or maybe you you skipped ahead. Either way, thank you so much for even clicking on the podcast, listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, rating the podcast if you're on Apple or Spotify. Everything is very much so appreciated. Hello, after recording note, if you're watching the video version, you can tell it is nighttime. I'm editing this. I don't care for good lighting because it looks more dramatic this way. I forgot to shout out our channel members. What a crime. What a serious crime. I put out channel member perks. People pay for these and I forget. Are you kidding me? Well, we're doing it now and we're making it extra special. So, shout out to It's Kate, Carter Crossing, Pal EX, Hippo1273, Abraham Belts, Alonzo, Jeremy Rivera, Heisenberg TSG, Hyperdude, Fleetway Sonic YT, and Kuyakoi for becoming channel members. If you want to become a channel member, you can look at the description. There is quite the tasty link there to sign up for $1.99 a month. You get amazing perks like shout outs, access to my recording sessions for YouTube shorts, badges, emojis, all this kind of stuff, unreleased videos, bunch of cool perks. And I, ho- I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I mean, it was pretty nice. I, I thought it was good. It was awesome sauce, but I already do an outro. Sorry, channel members. Won't happen again. Shouldn't happen again. I apologize, but you are all loved. And it's 8.08 o'clock. I'm going to go back to the actual podcast when I'm not filling in for a forgotten segment. All right. Yep. yep. Thank you all so much for your questions. Thank you for your contributions to the channel. For everything that you all do, I appreciate you all so much. I'll be back next Wednesday with a review of the Mario movie, spoiler-free and spoiler. I'll see you all then. I love you all so much. Take care. Safe travels if you're going somewhere, which I don't know why you would, you know, well, you know, all the, all the cool stuff. I'll see you all next episode. I love you all. And adios.